0: Do do do. <laughs> do 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 You're gonna die, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just embarrassingly <laughs> fell over to my bed because I was embarrassed by what I just did.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Um, hi everybody, we're here and And so is Mietta, third time guest back.
2: Literally back, back, back <laughs> again.
0: I, so as I said um, on last week's episode, Mieta and I live together now. And so I was like, hey, we're doing us. Like, oh this shit, week. I forgot. Yeah, like so the other day I was like, oh yeah, we're doing us on the podcast this week. And she was like, "I want to be on it," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> off Black History Month.
0: <laughs> yeah, she was. She, she, Miata's gonna be here the rest of the month, y'all, if she wants to. Be. Technically, we kicked it off last week. We did, yeah, because the the writer of Megan, what was her name?
1: Uh, Akila um, Cooper. Cooper.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So where I was like, I was saying, I was like, it's going to be so hard to find like such like the niche genre of Valentine's horror movies that like accentuates black talent because all of them were made like pre 2005 where it was like all white Hollywood. So, but I'm going to try, I'm going to find something for us to do. Don't um. Worry.
1: I pick next week and I found something and I'm really excited for it. Oh
0: shit. Okay. Well. Yeah. There we go. Um. So, anyway, hi. How are you all doing? I'm good.
1: I'm still
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, um, Mietta, at this point, I don't know what to do with you. Because <laughs> whenever we have a guest, we, like, ask them questions or some shit. But, like... I don't know if there's anything left to ask you.
1: Mietta, what is your favorite kind of Girl Scout cookie? Um, I'm a thin mint.
0: Real. God, you are. Realness.
2: Yeah, I love a mint and I love a chocolate. I'm sorry. I forgive you.
0: No, it's it's not something that needs forgiving. It needs something that is praising. Okay. <laughs> mint yeah. chocolate is derlitiana.
1: It is. <laughs> I don't like mints.
0: You're a fae. And I am
1: mean, a You're not wrong. I am a fairy. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, I am <laughs> a patty. I joined the fairy folk.
0: <laughs> Proud of you. Is there a horror movie about fairies? I feel there like there has to be. Yeah. There
2: has to be. And I hope yeah. it's terrible, honestly. Like I hope. Yeah, it
0: has to be bad. Like, it's there's fern-gully. no way if it exists <laughs> that it's good.
1: Did you hear what I said?
0: No, what'd you say? I
1: said it's fern It's <laughs> not fern gully. <laughs>
0: Uh, pixie hollow
1: goes dark
0: not pixie hollow okay well um i feel like at this point we're just like searching for things to talk about so should we just get into the movie
1: yeah welcome back and it's black history month so once again we are covering another movie that has what how are we phrasing this by black creators,
0: is that a? Yeah, we're just work? accentuating black talent in the horror field because yeah. it's it's doesn't get enough credit, especially. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were like uh, like gonna say more, so I like stopped and then stuttered a lot. Um, <laughs> sorry, <clears throat> sorry guys, this first four minutes is really rough. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna you get, tell get better, we're like not
1: in the swing of this anymore,
0: yeah, no, like we just can you tell we just did a full fucking month hiatus. Um, ok. So basically, when it was my turn to choose and we knew that we wanted to, you know, like kind of showcase black talent in horror, obviously, you have to go Jordan Peele, right? So i I went Jordan Peele because you have to. But I feel like the obvious choice would be to do get out, but I wanted to do something more scary. so, I did Us, and let me tell you, I forgot a lot about this movie, and I was scared by a couple different things, (laughs) and that doesn't happen to me very often when I'm watching a horror movie. I don't really get scared, but this one, they were being creepy, and I did get a little scared, so.
1: Plus, like, I know you highlighted Jordan Peele, but truly, the cast of this movie does incredible. travel. Like, so good oh yeah so, the kids oh my god
0: the kids are very good but i'm so sorry to everyone else in this movie nobody lupita is touching me. lupita nyong'o you're correct nobody is touching her like she he literally went beast mode <laughs> no, yeah like the, her in this movie is literally like a fucking masterclass on acting not yeah. even just like horror movies like acting in general And like, I'm gonna get into it when I do the background, but the fact that she was not even nominated for an Academy Award for this movie is like, disgusting. Like, I mean, it's a horror movie. I know, they fuck horror over all the time.
1: Yeah, But
0: I could go into an entire tirade on that, which I'm not going to. So anyway, here's some background on the movie Us. So it premiered March 8th, 2019 at South by Southwest. And then it premiered everywhere else on March 22nd, 2019. Uh, as we were just talking about, star-studded cast. So we have Lupita Nyong'o, who is an Oscar winner for 12 Years a Slave. And she was also in the Black Panther movies. Uh, we have Winston Duke, who is also in the Black Panther movies. Uh, Elizabeth Moss, who is in uh, The Invisible Man, which we should do on this podcast one day. But it makes me sad because her sister dies in it. And I don't like when sisters die because I like I'm glad. sisters. I love my <laughs> sisters, so I don't really fuck with it. Um, and then she was also in Girl Interrupted. She uh, was? Yeah, she was the girl who like had burns all over her. <gasps> yes,
1: yeah, she yeah. was.
0: Yeah. Um, and then so we also have Tim Heidecker, who is of comedy duo Tim and Eric. And then we have Shahadi Wright Joseph, who is Little Inez and in Hairspray Live, and Young. I Nona. did not know that
2: until just now.
0: I didn't either. I was like looking at her IMDB to see like what to put for her, and I was like, oh shit. Like, okay. I did he not remember that. Too. that but, and then I didn't put the little boy because he kind of didn't have anything notable, but also the little boy who played great. his son. Um, so the movie grossed a total of two hundred fifty two two 255.2 million worldwide against a budget of 20 million, which is very good. Uh, so after making Get Out, Jordan Peele received a lot of criticism because they said that Get Out had genre confusion and like didn't really know what it was. So he was like, you know what? Fuck you, bitches. I'm going to make a full-on horror movie. And so he made Us. Um, So this film received excessive praise specifically for Peele's script and Nyong'o's performance, but both of them were snubbed at the Oscars, which caused much outrage. I mean, you can talk to any even casual horror fan and they will bring up how Lupita Nyong'o was fucked over by the Oscars because goddamn she was good in this movie. Um, So... In order to portray her alter ego, Red, because all of the main characters also played their tethered characters, um, she, like, Red's weird voice mannerisms—I shouldn't say um, weird—unconventional voice mannerisms in the way she sounds— Uh, Lupita Nyong'o worked with an ENT specialist, which is ear, nose and throat specialist, a vocal therapist and a dialect coach. And she did this because she was like, I am afraid I'm going to fuck my voice up with the way I'm talking, which if you've seen this movie, very valid fear. Her voice sounds terrifying.
1: Yeah, Um, you can feel the vocal fry.
0: Yeah, it's her actual (laughs) voice that she's using. There's no editing on it, which is even more terrifying. So the movie did really, really well with critics. Uh, It got a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes and has a 6.8 on IMDb. So here's some review quotes. So Monica Castillo of RogerEbert.com gave the film four out of four stars and said, Us is another thrilling exploration of the past and oppression this country is still too afraid to bring up. Peel wants us to talk and he's given audiences the material to think to feel our way through some of the darker sides of the human condition and the American experience. Like, okay, writing an essay. Like, great (laughs) writing. Um, And then I couldn't find too many negative quotes, but here's one that I found. Um, So Stephanie Zacharek, I don't know how to say her name, and I'm not going to try again. Uh, She wrote for Time, and her overall consensus was that Peel had too many ideas and not enough answers compared to his previous movie, which was Get Out. And... She said, Peel goes even deeper into the conflicted territory of class and race and privilege. He also ponders the traits that make us most human. But this time he's got so many ideas, he can barely corral them, let alone connect them. He overthinks himself into a corner and we're stuck there with him. I don't agree. And I don't really get where she's getting that from.
2: Here's my thing. It's just like not every answer need like question needs to be answered. You know what I mean? Like something like yeah. in a movie like this, a lot of things are up for your interpretation or just like, it's right in front of you and you ha- have to use like context clues. And yeah. it's not telling you all the answers. Like y'all just are dumb.
0: The and thing it, is, I didn't cool. even really notice any like glaring holes of things no, that we didn't all. know you know, like, I mean, like, I had questions throughout the movie, and I feel like almost all of them got answered. No, and the so ones that not- didn't, it wasn't like a thing where I was like, well, this movie makes no fucking sense without that answer. It was kind of a thing where it's like, oh, I guess it like, I just have to decide for myself what I think happened.
2: Yeah. Like, a, a lot a, of Red's, like, monologues were like, yes, very, expo- expository. yeah,
0: yeah. Megan, what were you saying?
1: Um, I'm a perpetual movie questioner. Like I ask Nathan, you know this. I ask 80 zillion questions. While She'll I'm watching ask me anything. what's about to
0: happen when something is actively about to happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when we'll I watching like
0: something, and someone will be slowly bringing a knife to a character, and she's like, is she gonna die? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All that to say, um, this movie does not bring up a lot of questions for me, which yeah. so I agree. Um I feel like it's very. It leaves enough room for interpretation, but it also gives you enough uh, information where it's not like these big gaping holes, like you were talking about. Yeah. It's also, made- if I go quiet for long periods of time, it's because I'm eating a tag along and I don't want to be crunching in the mic.
0: So. That's valid. That's <laughs> really valid. The people who hate mouth noises are probably going to thank you for that. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get into some pre-synopsis general thoughts. Mieta, what are your pre-synopsis general thoughts on this movie?
1: Um,
2: I love this movie. I remember seeing it in theaters when it first came out, and I was like, he's done it again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like, I got it the first time. I know some people like, didn't like it the first time they saw it, which I think is kind of cray um, because they were comparing it to Get Out, but I think it was so good. Like, everybody was such a good actor, especially Lupita. We've been through this. She, <laughs> she ate no crumbs, not at all. Like, it's just such a good movie. Like, I think Jordan Peele needs to make 94 more movies, at
0: least. Agree. Right?
2: He always does so well.
0: And he needs to put Ayo Adebri and Issa Rae in it.
2: Please, challenge! <laughs> <you. laughs> I'm so
0: sick! Like, if he needs movie ideas, Mietta and I often write our own movies when we are specifically driving from Cincinnati to Columbus. So if he needs help, we can create something. Just let us go to Cincinnati first.
2: Literally, <laughs> we have something for you, Jordan. Like, knock on our door. We're ready. We're
0: ready. Come find us. Yeah. Uh, Megan, what are your pre-synopsis general thoughts?
1: Um, I like this movie. I prefer... Uh, no. See, I was going to say I like it better than Get Out. But honestly, I don't even really classify them in the same genre. Yeah. So I shouldn't yeah. say that. Um, but I do enjoy watching this movie more than I enjoy watching get out, okay, um, this so I've seen this a few times, always in like very weird circumstances, like I vividly remembered while I was watching this that the last time I watched it was in a hotel room while Milo was napping, and so I had to have the volume like super low <laughs> <laughs> um, so I really like it. I think that it i appreciate how like chill it is at some points Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah um and i think that there are a lot of moments in this movie that are like funny but not outwardly funny yeah if that makes sense
0: yeah no for sure math um i really really like this movie I like as I was watching it today there were so many I think I thought I remembered this movie a lot better than what I actually did because there were so many scenes where I was like wait what like I don't remember this so it was like it almost was like similar to the feeling of watching it for the first time which was really exciting because there was a lot of stuff that I did not remember um but I really, really like this movie. Like you said, I think I enjoy it more than Get Out as well. Um, but also, I have to agree with you on, like, it's really, you cannot classify them the same genre. Because no. I really don't see Get Out as a horror movie. And that's same. part of the reason why I picked this over Get Out. Is because, like, Get Out is more of, like, a mind fuck than anything else. So, I don't know. But I really, really enjoy this movie. I love the concept of it. Uh, Jordan Peele does a lot of really great shit with like symbolism and foreshadowing. That's why I really enjoy rewatching his stuff because you can see things that you know are going to mean something later on since you already know what it's connected to. Um, like just re-watching it allows you to appreciate the thought like he put into the script and the way that things are going to come back full circle. Like I really appreciate the way he does that in his movies, especially this one. Um, I've talked enough about the performances. Like everyone in this movie is so great. I think honestly fucking Elizabeth Moss in this movie is fucking hilarious. She
2: was so funny. And like she, she just it be funny. So I was like, good for you, girl.
0: No, literally. And she was so perfect at being like a fucking rich housewife that like low key fucking hates her husband yeah. and her kids. Like she low key hated her kids as well. Yeah. But like she was hilarious. Like she was a fun little comic relief, I think. But um, it's just like they really did such a stellar job on casting that family because all of them were so good. Like they just it was great I loved it a lot I really like this movie I'm just this is also
1: it. one where like two of the recurring thoughts I had while watching it were one this cast is just so phenomenal not because of like who it is but as Nathan mentioned earlier these actors are not only playing like their main characters they're also playing their tethered characters yeah which are complete opposite ends of the spectrum yeah and watching them go between those is Fucking fascinating, but it's also. Like... Oh, go ahead.
0: No, you go ahead. You're fine.
1: It's a separate thought. So if it's about. Oh, okay, actors, I,
0: yeah, mine is. <laughs> I like the thing that's crazy is when you watch this movie. Like for me, I was consistently forgetting that the tethers were the same actors as.
1: The yeah, actors. same.
0: Like especially <laughs> like the girl.
1: Yes. Like she the
0: young girl, scary. I think name was Umbre. Umbre, like, the yes. The tether version of Zora. Yep. He like, I was like, that's fully not the same bitch. Actually,
2: like, <laughs> the thing she did with her face, I was like, oh my god, how yeah. are you doing this? You look different.
0: Yeah, like, it just, like, all of those, like, tethered characters, like, it is so easy to forget it's the same actors, because, like, yes. the performances are just that good. Okay, Megan, go ahead with what you were going to say.
1: Um, other thought is that, like, I, tr- <laughs> you were talking about Jordan Peele, how he uses, like, a lot of symbolism and stuff this is one movie where like I meant to read like an analysis of this movie before we got on here. Yeah. um, But didn't have time because I'm going to be honest with you the book to kill a mockingbird in middle school ruined all symbolism for me ever because my teacher just made us like dissect that book to death. (laughs) And I got so fucking sick of talking about all the symbolism in it. So I don't fuck with symbolism hardcore, (laughs) but now I'm like, maybe I should be fucking with it just so I can know what's going on in this movie. (laughs) Sometimes.
0: Yeah. I I think honestly, more so than symbolism, like, he uses a lot of really good stuff in terms of foreshadowing. Yeah. Like, without like overtly being like, oh, pay attention to this because something's going to happen later that will call back to this. It's not really that. It's more so like he accentuates certain things in like a very subtle way that like you notice it. So that way when it does happen, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so... I, just, I, I fuck with Jordan Peele. The fact that he came from Key and Peele and then started making like fantastic <laughs> horror movies is like hilarious so to me. It's so funny it so to me. Alright, well, should we get into recapping this bitch?
1: No, let's do it.
0: Alright, go ahead. Oh shit, it's me. Yeah.
1: Um, Alright, so we start with a trailer for, for oh my god, words. <laughs> We start with a trailer slash commercial for hands across America, which I don't know too much about it. And I'm not going to pretend that I do, Yeah, but it was a thing where like we formed a human chain across America to, because we thought that was going to do something for hunger, I guess. (laughs) And so it was like a trailer for that. And then there's also like text on the screen that talks about all the underground tunnels that there are. Um, in the united states and it says like and some of them people don't even know what the fuck they're for very ominous um then we see a young adelaide who Addie, who is our main character um she's a kid she's at the beach on a trip with her parents rain and russell which i fully did not realize her mom's name was rain and i love it
0: yeah very cute
1: <laughs> um they're, like, playing games, and her parents are, like, bitching at each other, and I think they low-key don't like each other that yeah. much. It's
0: <laughs> not even low-key, it's high-key. It, <laughs> it is, is high-key. The mom yeah. fucking hated that guy. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, the dad's just, like, chilling, and the mom is, like, yelling at him for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Valid things. I shouldn't say it like that, but so Russell is, like, playing this game, and he asks Addie, like, what prize she wants, and she, like a real one, picks out a Michael Jackson Thriller t-shirt and then proceeds to, like, put it on and wear it around the carnival or the boardwalk. Um Her dad starts playing whack-a-mole. She's, like, chilling by him while her mom goes to the bathroom. And her mom is like, okay, stay by your dad. And Addie proceeds to not do that at all.
0: <laughs> Literally <laughs> travel to a distant land. <laughs> Literally.
1: Like, they... They keep saying that she's only gone 15 minutes. There's no fucking way. Yeah. There's no way. Um, So she walks into a fun house that's on the boardwalk and she goes in. It's like, look inside and find yourself or something. Um, Haha. Foreshadowing. And there's a ton of mirrors and it's like creepy. And she like keeps running into her reflection. And then all of a sudden she's like backing into a mirror And we see her reflection and then you realize, oh, shit, that reflection is not doing what she's doing. No. Yes. And she turns around and it is herself, an exact doppelganger. And she gets scared. And that's where it ends for that part. So then we flash forward to what appears to be like a therapist's office and Addie is not talking and her parents are like what is wrong with her? She was only gone for 15 minutes. Like why has she stopped talking? Um what the fuck? And the therapist is like stop trying to get her to talk and give her other ways to express herself. Like let her um read or write or dance or like that's how she's going to be able to tell her story. And her mom is like I just want my little girl back and she's like crying. And then her dad walks out of the office and, like, looks at Addie for a minute. And I think he, like, puts his hand on her shoulder or something and then walks away.
2: Yes. And so, basically, it flashes forward again to present day. And we see adult Addie and her family going on a beach trip. With their two kids, um, Zora, who was twelve, and Jason, who was ten.
0: Also, fully thought Zora was older than twelve.
2: I know. Because I did too. She was giving. She was like an like a sixteen. Year, you know what I
1: mean? Like a, I well, because she like, kept talking about driving.
0: Yeah, I thought it was like 14, 15 area. Yeah. So like to find out she was twelve, I was like, oh, like
1: okay,
2: preteen. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs>
2: all right. Um, she acted very teenagery. Also, yeah um but the family has lunch at their beach house and we find out the beach trip was to help the children cope with the death of their grandmother and Gabe which is the husband is like so we should go to the beach though and Addie's like no (laughs) and she starts to panic and she's like scared, and she's like no, and then he's like, um, but the kids though, like, they want they want to go because grandma died, and she's like, okay, fine, whatever. He's like,
1: so <laughs> shitty for that. No, I
2: was like not using the dead grandma. I know. <laughs> and wasn't it was
1: it her mother who had died? I think
0: so. I think like, so too. I don't
1: think they say mother. that. But I'm I'm thinking it is just because they're at the same house.
0: Yeah. Know?
2: Or I guess it's
1: the same house. Anyway. (laughs) But,
2: um, yeah, so she ends up going. And um, we find out that from the encounter at the beach a long time ago, back when we first started the movie, she was diagnosed with PTSD and she went completely mute for a very long time um so we're at the beach and on the well actually no we're on the way to the beach jk <laughs> because then we hear the iconic i got five on it so okay good. pop off
0: thank so you
2: good. which yeah such a good song by the way so glad they chose this song to be like the main song of the whole movie Except now it's
0: scary, like this song kind of scares me now. No, whenever I hear it, like like, remixed it and made it terrifying.
2: Same for all, like the ads you would see for this movie was like the scary version. I was like, no,
0: (laughs) play the fun one,
2: (laughs) (laughs) but this when they hear it in the cards, the fun one. And um, Zora makes fun of Jason's magic fire ring, which like he always be trying to use it, and it don't work. He-
0: <laughs> At one point, Zora's like, how about you just tell us what's supposed to happen? I love can that imagine part. It.
2: That was such a big sister moment.
0: It really was.
2: She ate him up. Like I was like, dang. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry to this man. <laughs> but, yeah, they have fun listening to music, snapping along, learning rhythm. We love music, Ed. <laughs> um, and on the way we're still in the car they see a man being brought into the ambulance and it's the same homeless man that addie had seen all those years ago with the jeremiah eleven eleven 11 um little sign and at the beach we meet the wilson family uh, well no actually jk we're with the wilson family we meet the tigers <laughs> uh words can read um Bitch, the Tylers are Katie, Josh, and their twin teenage daughters, Becca and Lindsay, who are kind of bitchy, but... They're,
0: they're- weird as fuck. I don't fuck with them. I have
2: some good notes about them. <laughs> they're like those weird twins that like always do
1: everything together. Like, Why I-
0: were they wearing hats at the beach? <laughs>
1: Hold on, I have to say this note now. Um, It says, these girls are going to come out in a few years, but then they're going to go back in because their parents disapprove. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no No, because kitty kitty is definitely the type that loves gay men and is like ew about gay women absolutely that was the vibe
2: so real oh my god that is actually so true um but yeah so the twins and then all the kids are at the beach and kitty and addie talk about addie's soft-spoken nature and her past as a ballet dancer and you know kitty just talking addy's ear off like addy's like i don't know i just kind of just don't like talking that much and she's like no i get it and then proceeds to like keep speaking (laughs) (laughs) she's like no no like i get it like yeah i totally understand that and then she's like is talking up a storm um but then Jason wanders off on his own to go to the bathroom and finds a man with his arm stretched and dripping with blood. And Addie notices that her son is missing and she starts freaking out. But eventually she finds Jason and decides that it's time for the family to go back to the house.
0: Yes. Yeah, so later that night... um Addy, like, takes Jason to bed, and he's, like, a little scared for some reason. And she's like, stick with me. Like, I'll take care of you. I'll protect you, blah, blah, blah. So she takes him to bed. Zora's in her room. And so then Addy and Gabe are in their room. Gabe is looking kind of fine with his... Bro, I no, his no, 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 no. I almost wrote
2: that
1: as a note. Oh, I
0: did write that as a note. <laughs> he's looking fine as hell. If
1: y'all haven't seen Black Panther, go watch oh, that. Because he looks... Oh, oh my God, I can't. Anyway, but he's cool.
0: looking fine and he thinks he's going to get some. But then I'll give. No, I'll give it because Addie's not. Because Addie is over at the window, like basically having a full blown breakdown. And she's like, "I we should actually get the fuck out of here. And Gabe's like, girl, what? Like, we got here literally today. And she's like, no, I really think we need to leave. And he was like, what is wrong? And she's like, okay, so basically here's everything that happened. Like I was missing for that 15 minutes. Like I was traumatized as fuck. I saw this girl that looked exactly like me. I ran away fast as fuck. And like my entire life, I have known that she is coming to get me. Like she is coming back to get me. And like so many like, uh, coincidences have been happening today. And like, every time one of them happens, it just makes me think that she's getting closer and closer. And Gabe's like, girl and then she's like fuck you you don't believe me and he's like no I didn't say that (laughs) however I don't (laughs) so he's like not really taking it seriously and she's like really panicking and then suddenly the power goes off Mm -hmm. and she's like bitch here we fucking go again and Gabe's like don't worry he's doing that husband gaslight thing where he's like why are you freaking out about things that are perfectly reasonable to freak out about you're weird you're really weird. You should stop. Um, so he's like, let me go get the backup generator, fam. And then Jason appears in the doorway. And they're like, Jason, we put you to bed. And he's like, um, there's a family in the driveway. <laughs> they're like, what? And he's like, Yeah a family in the driveway
2: <laughs> <It was too laughs> chill about that because as a kid my stomach would start hurting no, if I saw
0: a full th- so basically we go to the window we see a full like family like a father a mother a son and a daughter all standing in the driveway holding hands we can't really see much other than their outlines because it's all very dark but um so they're all sitting there holding hands Adelaide is freaking the fuck out. She's like, no, 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 no. I don't fuck with this. This is fucked up. I'm literally calling 911. So she starts calling 911. And Gabe's like, girl, what the fuck are you doing? Like, go, stop. And then Gabe goes outside and he's like, hey, guys. So <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? And then they don't talk. And he's like, "Um, you should actually leave my property now. And then they don't talk. And he's like, OK. And so then he goes back in the house. And he's like, yeah, they're being weird as fuck. And Addy's like, I'm calling 911. They, they're not going to be here for 15 minutes. And he's like, okay, like now I'm kind of getting pissed. And so he grabs a baseball bat and he goes out and delivers my favorite line of the movie. Oh my movie, God, I put that it was like, my favorite too. Where he's like, if I tried to get you to leave, but if you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why, I just love that part. Same. Um, but like, so he's <laughs> like uh, trying to get them to leave with his like fucking baseball bat. And then the mom of the family does like this weird little clap thing, and then the rest of the family starts fucking scurrying like animals tears I, I fear, and it's literally terrifying, and then Gabe's like, "Oh, fuck that!" and then runs back into the house, and then he's like, "Um, yeah, nine one one where are they at?" And she's like fourteen minutes away because it's been one minute now. <laughs> um and so uh, fucking." What's her name? Adelaide. She's like, Zora, put on your shoes. (laughs) (laughs) And so everyone's like getting ready to run. And then like these bitches are surrounding the house and they all start to like slowly break in. And so then they do break in and they're like all trapped in the living room. And then it's such a cool fucking shot because they all like the... Doppelganger families like sits across from them, and then they all like sit parallel from them. I, I'm not explaining it well, but it's like each of them is sitting directly across from their it's doppelganger. Mirage. But yeah. it happened so naturally, like it wasn't like mm-hmm. purposeful, but it was really cool. And then uh little Jason gives one of the most iconic film, like uh, iconic quotes in this movie. He says, "It's us." And at this point, we notice. It is literally all doppelgangers of each and every one of them. And they're all fucking terrifying. And they're all wearing red jumpsuits and holding pairs of golden scissors. And Adelaide's doppelganger, whose name is Red, we come to find. So who burped?
2: Not me. I dropped a cup. T.P. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you didn't burp? <laughs> is that like
2: No, a- it was like. <laughs> It slowly fell. I promise I didn't burp. It was a okay. cup. Okay. sorry.
0: <laughs> it literally sounded like a burp. So I was like, so who didn't mute themselves? Like, No, it was a cup. Okay. Well, anyway. So Adelaide's doppelganger, whose name is Red. Uh, she's like, in her terrifying voice that I'm not going to try to imitate because it'll hurt my throat. Um, she says once upon a time there was a girl and she had a shadow and anything the girl did the shadow had to do it but in a much more fucked up way yeah. um, and so she's like basically life is as above so below and whatever y'all bitchers are doing up here we have to do it down there except in a fucked up fucked up way <laughs> so she's like when you had good meals I had to eat raw, bloody rabbit. And when you got fun toys on Christmas, I got sharp ones that would slice me the fuck up. And when you met Gabe and fell in love, I met this big fucker (laughs) over here who I don't even like. (laughs) And And then I had to be with him. And she's like, you gave birth to your beautiful baby girl. I gave birth to this fucking freak over here <laughs> came into the world laughing in an evil fucking way. And she's like, you needed a C-section. The doctors did that shit for you. Bitch, I had to fuck my own shit up and cut my kid out of my body. And then I named him Pluto.
1: Because <laughs> he likes fire.
0: Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, he loved fire, by the way. Um and she's like, so basically we're the tethered and we share a soul with you cunts. And we have come here to untether ourselves because we fucking hate you. And then the family's like, um, sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. And then Red is like, here, bitch, put on these fucking handcuffs. And Adelaide does it. And she's like, as she's doing it, she's like, I'll do this. Just like, please don't hurt my kids. And then Red's like, <laughs> LOL. <laughs> she like, girl, shut up. Um, and so then Abraham starts being weird and, like, takes his glasses, like, takes Gabe's glasses. And Gabe's like, hey, man, what the fuck? You can't do that. And then Abraham's like, boo! <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, shouts unintelligible at him. And then Gabe's like, okay. Um, and then Abraham yeah. puts on Gabe's glasses and he's like, hee hee. And then he's like, you know what? I'm dragging you. And so he grabs Gabe, drags him out of the fucking house. Gabe's kicking and screaming. And then Red looks at Zora and she's like, hey, bitch, run away now. And then Zora's like, uh, and looks at her mom and her mom's like, bitch, go. And so Zora runs away. And then after a few seconds, Red does some creepy, weird hand shit. And then fucking Umbre goes after her because they're both runners. So they're they're gonna have a race, I guess, to see who can (laughs) get who. And then she's like, Jason, go play fire with Pluto. And so then... Like from this point on, it's literally like we're cutting back and forth to each member of the family, like fighting off their fucking tether.
1: So I have to reference Nathan, you haven't seen Black Panther, have you?
0: Yes, I have. I saw you have.
1: Towards. Okay. So when Abraham does that, like the noises that he does, all I thought about was when Winston Duke in Black Panther, anytime Everett Ross talks, who's the one white guy um Winston Duke's character just barks at him and it's fucking (laughs) hilarious
0: that's like basically what Abraham the tether does this entire movie yes (laughs)
1: um so where am I okay so Jason and Pluto are in the same closet that Jason was playing in earlier Pluto so have we talked about how Pluto has a mask on
0: uh okay, we haven't talked about Jason's fuck ass mask, and I've been dying to talk about it. Oh
1: yeah. What what the fuck? Did they explain that? Cause what no. the fuck? So I have a note about that at the end. I'm like, is no I said, does no one question why he's been wearing this mask the entire time?
0: No, like he wears it <laughs> the entire fucking time. Literally. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> when it's not on his face, it's resting on his head. And it's right. a fuck ass like Chewbacca mask. Yes. Anyway, but so yes, but they both have masks.
1: Pluto is wearing a mask that is very reminiscent, weirdly enough, of Baghead from The Strangers. That is so true. I took to calling him Tiny Baghead in my notes. <laughs> and I renamed all of them. So my names for them are Big Hoss for uh, knockoff Gabe, um, Mama for knockoff Addie, <laughs> Mama. Smiley for knockoff Zora. That's real. And he always Tiny Baghead.
0: Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Not, it's bull shut up
1: so they're in the closet Pluto and Jason and Pluto's like fucking around with matches and Jason's like mm, okay and then Pluto takes off his fucking mask oh by the way none of these fuckers talk no is the only one that talks so Pluto takes off his mask and the whole lower half of his face is like fuck the fucked up burned up and we're like, oh, okay, so that's what's going on under there. And then we go back to where Zora is. Zora has run the fuck away, like, trying to get as far as she can. She's looking around. She's like, ha-ha, I escaped this bitch. No, she didn't. Umbre, like, appears on the top of a fucking car and starts doing all this creepy-ass shit. Some random man comes out. He's a neighbor, I guess. And he's like, get the fuck off my car. And Umbre's just, like, smiling at him and he's like the fuck i said get off my car and she's like smiling and then she murders him and zora runs away um then we go back to big hoss and gabe where gabe is unconscious abraham drags him out to the shitty little boat that gabe got (laughs) it's called the Craw Daddy, which I love. (laughs) And so he put he drags Gabe onto the boat and then puts him inside a garbage bag. But Gabe wakes up, tears this tiny ass hole in the garbage bag, and sees the baseball bat that he had earlier. The boat um Abraham is like taking it out to the middle of the lake. I'm assuming he's gonna dump Gabe's body. I figured that's what was going on. but the boat is shitty and it dies. And Gabe takes that opportunity to fucking knock Big Hoss up the side of his head with the baseball bat. And that fucker goes overboard. And then the boat starts moving again. And Gabe also is thrown overboard. And the boat goes off. It's dragging uh, knockoff Gabe behind it. And earlier, Gabe had referenced how the boat hangs to the left. So you have to, uh, keep it steady on the steering wheel. And that hang to the left is gonna come back now. So it comes back towards Gabe. He finally gets back to the boat, except knockoff Gabe emerges and like grabs him. They're like fucking around and fighting. Knockoff Gabe is about to stab real Gabe, but then real Gabe manages to turn on the boat's engine and it fucks knock off Gabe the fuck up. Like it eviscerates him and Gabe's like, fuck this going back to the house.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And so back at the house, Jason notices that Pluto mirrors his actions like simultaneously. And he distracts Pluto with his fire ring, which doesn't work as we know and then traps his ass in that closet um, and he gets to escape and meanwhile Red is holding Addie hostage in the living room and like slams her face on this glass table which I was thinking that gotta hurt
0: like, she yeah. has to have a headache as fuck
2: <laughs> no literally I, no like that would hurt and but the commotion commotion hello commotion um, caused by Jason's escape leads her away so she's gone and then she finds addy's old stuff, rabbit and cuts his head off she's like fuck rabbits man i can't um and in a panic addy manages to get the fire poker and destroys the leg of the table and gets jason and they're reunited with zora and gabe and they get to escape on the fuck ass boat that thankfully pulled through <laughs> And Red and Pluto watching, though, Um, so (laughs) they're still still a problem. But at the Tylers, we flash to the Tylers' house. Um, Katie thinks she sees something outside, but Josh hmm, pretends that he does not see, only (laughs) to reveal that he's just messing with her. And then the twins come out their room and talk and give sass and... (laughs) girl, I don't like these twins, to be honest with you.
0: And then they think
2: everything's all right, but then, boom, the doppelgangers come out and fucking get all of their asses. (laughs) Literally, within seconds, the whole family dead. Um, And so, yeah, we got their doppelgangers and they all got killed and they killed them all.
0: Wait, Mienna, talk about the Alexa thing that happens.
2: Oh, yeah. Ophelia. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> Elizabeth Moss' character, Miss Kitty, um, she's the last to die. And she's like, with her last few bits of breath in her body, she's like, Alexa, which Ophelia's, what she Ophelia. called. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but she was like, Ophelia, call the police. And then... Um, Ophelia's like, playing Fuck the Police by (laughs) NWA and then Fuck the Police starts blaring and then she gets her throat slit and she dies. (laughs) So (laughs) We love that. And um, so the Wilsons eventually get to their house by their boat and they're like, okay, thank God we made it. And then they get to the door and then they see the tethered dad, and they're like, Oh, uh, goddamn, like we can't win. And they all drag um, Addie into the house, and then the family's like, Oh man, we gotta get mom, this sucks.
1: <laughs>
2: um, but they end up triumphant and they kill all of the Tyler's doppelgangers which honestly they kind of did with ease because the twins went down very easily especially twin one twin two came back up though in the end but then she got her shit ran
0: yeah mm-hmm. and then doppelganger i wish i would have gone in and written more right here but i didn't have time but kitty's doppelganger like she was camp no that I was know, a whole.
2: <laughs> i know she was honestly just having fun like I don't think she wanted to kill anybody. Like, she was just unserious. She was putting on her lip gloss in the mirror. And then Addie started being too loud because she was, like, prisoner. And then then she,
0: like, tried to stab her. And then instead of stabbing her, went back to the mirror and sliced up her own face. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't get that. I was like,
2: um... No, literally. Because, like, earlier...
0: You know Um, what it is? It's it's because she talked about surgery.
2: Yeah, surgery. Yeah. So I think she was trying to, like, replicate the surgery that she had got. Oh. I did not even get that until right now. Yeah. And then she's smiling in the mirror and practicing her acting skills because that's something she also mentioned. She was like, Yeah, I wanted to be an actress, but then I had kids and got a husband and my life got fucked up. So, never mind to that. <laughs> and so, her tethered was practicing in the mirror. And also, I thought it was funny when her, the tethered husband, was yes. getting killed and she was. <laughs> And she went to the window and acted like she was all, like, sad and, like, crying silently, and then she started laughing.
1: It (laughs) It went from scream
2: crying to laughing. Yeah. Yeah. And no, mind you, no sound was coming out of this lady's mouth. Like No,
0: and that it was a great acting moment for Elizabeth Moss, because that was really good. Like, how she could do all that with, like, no sound literally at all.
2: I know, because at first I was like, oh, well, maybe we're on the other side of the window, so we can't hear her. But then I heard, like, just like I guess throat sounds, and I was like, "Oh wait, she's just being quiet." Yeah. <laughs> so that
1: was really good and funny of her. Um, but also, then- can we talk really quick about when Real Kitty is like dying, and she goes up to Tethered Josh, and he like reaches out a hand like he's gonna help her, and then he does that fucking early two thousands like snatches oh, his out. hand away and like oh, smooths his hair back.
2: I forgot that happened. <laughs> that.
1: Oh, he, um, he was wrong for that. <laughs> he was yeah. me for that. That was funny though. Um in his Jesus sandals.
0: Yeah, the fuck ass burks.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> they got um, kids down there.
0: Yeah. So basically they they killed the Tyler's like fucking little bitches. And they're just like taking refuge in this house because it's big, it's rich people house. They have like everything they could possibly need. And so they're chilling with all the corpses (laughs) and they turn on the TV and they're seeing like a lot of like news reports that are like, Hey guys, um, basically a lot of bitches in red clothes are killing people (laughs) for some reason. And they're all holding hands. And then they're like, Oh, they haven't even realized that these are doubles of like real people. And Mm -hmm. like, because like they're just like attacking anyone. Like we're the ones that had to face off with our fucking selves. Like, they just think it's a group of people doing whatever. And Addy's like, okay, so basically we have to leave. And Gabe's like, um, no, the fuck we don't. Like, we're in this rich-ass house that has a backup generator. It has, like, food and water. Like, we need to stay here. Like, what are you talking about? And Addy's like, well, no. So we're going to keep moving and we need to escape, actually and so they're like okay fuck it let's all go pile in the car like let's take these bitches car and so they all get in the car and they can't find the keys and so addy goes back inside and she sees um a key on the uh on the counter but she also notices that one of the twins uh bodies is missing from the not like the actual twin but uh fucking like tether she notices that one of the twins tether that was like dead in the middle of the living room is gone now and so she's like mm, so this bitch is alive i need to be quick here and so she like runs over to the counter grabs the key and when she turns the bitch is right there starts attacking her now keep in mind Addie's hands are still handcuffed together so she has like limited movement but she can still do a lot so they're fighting off she turns and sees one of the tethers has dropped their scissors under the counter. And so she grabs the scissors and just as Jason is walking into the house to like check on his mom or whatever, she like drops a fatal stab to this bitch and is like kind of being feral about it. Like yeah. she's being like, blah, blah, blah. and Jason's just standing there like,
1: okay. All right, really?
0: um, and so then they get out to the car and there's like kind of a funny little <laughs> sequence where um, fucking... What's her real name? Zora. Zora. Zora's in the driver's seat and she's like, I'm driving.
1: That (laughs) pissed me off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because earlier in the movie, she's like, Can you guys take me driving? Like, my friend's parents take her driving. They're like, Girl, no. And so then uh, Addie. And again, she's
1: apparently 12.
0: Yeah, 12 years old. Addie gets to the car and she's in the front seat and she's like, I'm driving. And Addie's like, Girl, no. And she's like, Girl, yes, because your hands are fucking handcuffed and dad's knee is fucked up. Like, neither of you can drive. I'm going to drive. And, and like, I have
1: the highest kill count.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. And then she's like, <laughs> I have the highest kill count. And then someone else is like, no, I do. And then um, the, she's like, "Yeah, I killed two of the twins. And then the mom is like, uh, no, the fuck you didn't. One of them just popped the fuck back up and I killed it. And then she was like, oh, shit. And so then the dad is like, okay, girl, we all have one kill each. Like, get in the car. And so they get in the car and they're about to leave. And they see fucking Umbre appear standing in front of the car And then they're like, hey, girl, you wanted to drive. Here's your first lesson. Run this bitch over. (laughs) And so she, like, runs into her. And then, like, they don't see her anymore. And they're like, okay, like, slay. We got rid of her question mark. And then Gabe is a real one. He's like, hold on. Let me open this fucking sunroof and see if she's on the fucking roof. And then he opens it. And there's nothing at first. And then the bitch appears and stabs her knife through the sunroof. And so Zora starts, like, speeding up. And then Umbre like gets flung forward, but the knife being in the roof, like keeps her there. So now she's on the windshield. She starts to stab the windshield. Zora turns on the windshield wipers and Umbre's like, the fuck? (laughs) Like gets a little confused for a second, but like keeps fucking going. And Zora is like picking up speed as hell. And her parents are like, Zora, you're going really fast. You have to slow down. Like dumbasses, Can you not see what she's plotting? But she speeds a lot and then slams on the brake fucking Umbre gets tossed out into the wilderness and they're like y'all think she's dead and (laughs) then fucking adelaide is like girl let me get out of this car and go look and then they're all like bitch what are you doing like don't do that and so but she does she goes out into the woods and Umbre is like tangled up in the trees like obviously dying but she is like mentally unwell so she's like laughing and like wheezing and shit and fucking um Addie stays there with her until she dies and then turns around and she's like well folks let's get on the fucking road I guess and <laughs> so they drive and it like comes to the morning and Addie, who is now driving she made Zora get the fuck out of the driver's seat I guess um, Addie pulls up and they get to the boardwalk and they see that their car is there and it's on fucking fire and they're like is that our car and she's like yeah and so Addie like is like hold on like they back up a little bit and Pluto's standing there and Addy's like, hold on. She gets out of the car and they're all like, what the fuck are you doing? And she goes up. I don't know if it's to like, try to reason with him or something. And then Jason's like, Oh fuck, this is a trap. And then we see that there's a fucking trail of gasoline And Pluto's there playing with his matches. And he's about to blow this fucking car sky high. And Jason is a smart little fucker. And he gets out of the car and he remembers that Pluto will do whatever he does. So Jason starts walking backwards, which causes Pluto to also start walking backwards directly into the fire. Like towards the burning car. He burns to death. And during all this hubbub, fucking red appears out of nowhere and snatches Jason the fuck up. And then oh. so Pluto's dead. And then Adelaide turns around. She's like, where the fuck is Jason? And then she runs away to go find them.
1: So Adelaide runs after them. Zora and Gabe uh, look over and see that the beach is now full of like all these people in red joining hands. Um, and they're like, the fuck? They go get in like an ambulance, I think. Yeah. And they're like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Hiding out in an ambulance. Meanwhile, Addie goes back to the fun house because she knows that that's where Red took Jason. And so she goes back to the fun house and finds like this hidden door that opens with a rabbit and goes through this like, at first it looks like it could be just like a back like maintenance um, or like boiler room almost. But then she goes through this other door and there's this long ass down escalator that she goes down and gets into this very fucking back esque tunnel. That's what and
2: I called them, the back rooms.
1: I did too. <laughs> yeah. And it's very back rooms and it freaks me out because that shit. So she's down there. It's a bunch of like empty rooms. It looks like it almost is like. It looks kind of like a school hallway with, like, a bunch yeah. of seats in the middle of it. It
0: looked like a classroom low-key.
1: Yeah. And then she enters one of the rooms and sees Red inside one. And she's, like, making paper dolls. And Red's like, okay, this is my plan. Time for my villain monologue. Um, and Red is basically like, this is, like, where they kept us. Um, this is, it's presumably a part
0: of the dimension of hell. Oh. that's yeah, I don't know, I don't know what that cuz she explains like what the doppelgangers are. Yeah, yeah
1: like and she how basically they got there. Yeah, she said like the government created them because they realized that they could control the people above with the doppelgangers, but then something went wrong and so they abandoned them. And she's like they left us down here like we all went insane, but now it's our time to be on the surface. Um, she's like, I've always been a part of you. And when you were a ballet dancer, when you were little, like, so she talks about how they met in the fun house. And then says that after that she started dancing. And once she started dancing, I think she says she like saw God or something.
0: Yeah. And
1: said that after she danced for the rest of the tethered, they like understood that she was special. And they were like, it was almost like she was saying that she became like their Messiah almost. Um, and she's like, and I hatched this plan and it's taken years to put into, um, put into effect, but like now it's here. Um, and she's like, and this is, you know, what we're doing now. And she's like, and it's all because of you. And because I met you all those years ago. So, yeah. And we, oh, so basically,
2: (laughs) Um the girls start fighting and oh my
0: god, can I just say this is such a stunning? Scene. Oh, it's so
1: good. It yeah. is
0: so fucking beautiful. With like the blood. oh my god, it's so good because like it you can barely even call it a fight because the way that they're tethered, like mm-hmm. red is anticipating every single one. Yep. of fucking addie's movements and it's literally like they're doing a dance it's so gorgeous well and, and it's like interspersed you
2: see, yeah you can see the cuts of her like dancing as a kid tethered and untethered like as they're fighting
0: it's just gorgeous yeah
2: it's so good but yeah they're fight dancing but eventually, Addie manages to overpower Red and kills her by impaling her with the fireplace poker. And she gets Jason back. And when she impales Red, that was so yeah. unsettling. Like, just the sound she was made, I was just like, ooh.
0: Yeah, the acting was acting.
2: It was. It was. She was giving. She was giving, as always. But the family reunites and they end up driving away and all is good. And everybody looks, everyone seems relaxed and like relieved and like everything is finally over. And then we get a quick flashback that shows when Red met Addie in the fun house all those years ago and we're at the mirror again and she gets knocked out by... Addie, so Red, then they swapped. And she took her um, thriller t shirt and went off into the real world. And the Addie we've been watching for the whole movie is actually her doppelganger, Red. And mm-hmm. the real Addie was getting her revenge. So basically, she did a little swap. And so that's why when she came back, from the fun house after she was missing for 15 minutes allegedly she wasn't talking and she was being all weird because she was not the same kid and the tethered can't talk which is why she wasn't talking um and then eventually over the years she got trained to be a real person and red which is actually Addie was down there plotting because she was like my life could have been so good but you took it away from me <laughs> <laughs> which I get yeah yeah I would be sick too um so yeah that's why Red can speak and all the other ones like can't because she's actually Addie and she grew up for the first however many years in the real world until she got taken and Jason appears to realize the truth, and he has his mask up on his head, and then he puts it down because he's like, "I'm on to you, bitch." Also, <laughs> I heard all that exposition, and, uh-huh. <laughs> and I know you're shifty, which is one of my notes. So, cha, let me just. There's nothing part of
0: me thinks help. that Red like told him.
1: Yeah, because, yeah. Because
0: like, like, how else would the like that little ass kid have been able to use all those context clues and put shit together.
1: Well, I mean, he walked in on her killing um, the ti- one of the Tyler twins. And that was like her first moment where, And Nathan, I think you mentioned, well, one of you did, Nathan Mietta, about how like feral she got when she was doing that.
0: Yeah, but even still, he's like a child. And I don't think his critical thinking skills are up all like right, that. Right, but he, like, he also smart, saw how his, all his all mom acted
1: right. with Pluto, too.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm still, I still am subscribing to the belief that Red told him all yeah, that. Yeah, and
2: I mean, he was gone long enough with her for her to explain everything to him, too, so. What are you talking about? It was only 15 minutes.
0: Shut up. Shut up. About <laughs> it was
1: only 15, 15 minutes.
2: minutes. Um, but yeah, he's like, girl, I don't know about you, but also there's literally nothing I could do, so, child, let me just mind my business, and he puts this mask back on his face and then the film ends with a zoom out showing all the red doppelgangers around the united states with their hands joined together similar to hands across america with news and police helicopters surveying them above which makes us believe that they've somewhat successfully have went through with the plan and yeah
0: Fucked the whole world up. Fucked the, the end. whole
2: world up.
0: So yeah, that's us.
2: That That is us.
0: That's so us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> us. Oh my god. Roll credit.
0: Okay, so I... I'm gonna give everyone the choice of whether or not they want to do favorite death or favorite scene. I'll perp... Like, I... We'll be doing favorite scene, but if y'all have a death that really speaks to you, you can do favorite death. Hmm. Me have
1: go first. Oh, uh, I wasn't
2: expecting this question.
0: I have mine ready if you want me to go first. Mason, me you yeah, me go, go, go first. Okay, I. You can probably tell by how passionately I talked about it. My fucking favorite scene is the fight between Red and Adelaide. I knew it. Down underground. It is just so beautifully choreographed. And also I'm so genuinely curious as to how they went about doing that, like filming wise and like, which one was Lupita and which one was a double or like, which one was like, or if they like overlaid and she did both, I'm just like, it's so gorgeous. It really seems like it is two different people. It's like, Oh God, I just, it's beautiful. Whoever like choreographed that entire like dance slash fight scene, like you deserve everything in the world because that scene is so fucking gorgeous. Like it's amazing. That is my favorite scene in this movie and like Loki and like in any movie. It's so good.
1: I think Momietta, well,
2: do you know yours yet? Um, I'm just gonna have to be lame and say same to Nathan. Like that was really good. I was trying to rack my brain to think of like something different but that's really good shit right there
1: yeah that is definitely my favorite scene but like favorite death i really liked um fake jason's death or not fake jason fake josh's death with the flare gun
0: yeah that was good that was I will say, very close second for me is Ophelia called the police, and then okay, now playing. Fuck the yeah, police. that was yeah, really good that actually. was a very very close second for me. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was really
0: good. Um, okay, how are we rating this movie, ladies? I'll go first. I'm yeah. gonna say some crazy shit. I don't know if I've done this yet on oh, the podcast. I'm literally giving this movie a 5 out of 5.
2: Gold, wow. buzzer. Like, gold buzzer.
0: Like gold buzzer for this like this movie, like the writing, the fucking performances, the like all the symbolism and foreshadowing we talked about, like the cinematography, just like everything. It is so good. Like this is such a good movie even outside of it being a horror movie. It is such a good just like movie. In general, I love it. It's just so beautifully done. Like, it literally gets a five out of five for me. And I think this is the first five out of five I've given on this podcast.
1: Um,
2: uh, I agree. It's a five out of five for me. It's, I mean, obviously, I'm everybody black in Aquaria. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, so, but it's just genuinely so, 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 so good like there's nothing that you can say honestly i'm just like if you rate it like anything lower than like a 4 like i don't know we got to talk we have to- I don't
0: trust you.
2: Yeah, you're a little shifty. We're going to have to have a discussion as to why you think that um cuz it's just perfect
1: to me. Like it's so good. There i have there are no notes. No notes, Jordan. <laughs> awkward as i'm about to give my rating but it's not less than a four i was gonna say
0: i was like megan you better be careful
1: (laughs) we're gonna have have a discussion (laughs) i'm gonna give it a 4.5 um only because this is a movie that there were no like there were no points where i was actually like scared um even like suspense level scared Um, And I think I don't think that's necessarily because it's not scary and it doesn't have scary moments. I think that it's more just me as a person being too involved in, like, trying to understand everything that's going on, that it almost didn't leave me an opportunity to actually be scared. I don't know if that makes sense. That's
0: valid. That's valid.
1: Um, Yeah. Because I wanted to make sure that I was, like, understanding everything and, like, really taking it in. And because of that, there wasn't enough space for me to be like, oh, shit, this is creepy. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, I get that.
1: But it's fantastic. It's I, I really do like this movie. Um, it's one of like very few scary movies that I've seen several times. Um, and it's one that I've seen it several times because if it's on, I will watch it. It's not because I'm like, you know, forced into watching it or anything like I will willingly watch this movie. <laughs>
0: Did you say what your rating was, like, numerically?
1: 4.5.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think I meant that, sorry. Well, oh, yeah, now we do notes roulette. Does anyone want to go first? I don't have that many, surprisingly. I was, like, too busy, like, being in awe. (laughs)
1: Um, I have a lot of notes. Not a lot, but a fair amount.
0: A pheromone.
1: Uh, sorry, I'm texting. A um, I can go first. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. What game are those people playing with their hands? I want to play. Um, in the later in the scene when it shows what the people below are doing while the people above are doing stuff, it showed those two like teenagery kids playing rock paper scissors. But I don't think the real people were playing rock paper scissors. Oh, I have a note about
0: watch. them as well.
1: Yeah. Um. <clears throat> guilt tripping with the dead grandma uh, a cassette player what when he says that the boat has a cassette player Um, kiss my anus gives me queef vibes from The Strangers 2
0: stop yeah. oh my god <laughs> I, forgot I forgot about the queef scene <laughs> I loved the queef scene in Strangers 2
1: <laughs> um, I bet the rosé is delicious kitty you white bitch <laughs> <laughs> Um, the girl's coming out in a few years, but then go back in. Note. Uh, why is he in such a tiny bed? <laughs> um, Gabe. <laughs> if y'all want to get crazy, we can get crazy, is one of my favorite lines in cinema ever. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> Gabe is not wrong. Hide a key is some white shit. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. Oh, Nathan. Well, Mietta, you'll get this too. So I was looking at the Wilson's house versus the Tyler's house. And I put our lake house versus the Oberson's lake house. <laughs> Stop. That's so true.
0: Stop. That's literally so real. <laughs> um, not very, Josh- niche, very niche Stanley family joke. Like, yes. <laughs> A lot of you will not understand that. And I apologize
1: um not josh joking about oj
0: <laughs> that was a little funny i won't yeah. lie.
1: uh do the tether not have shampoo because it doesn't seem like it Um, let's go, bad Josh. I'm dead because when Gabe was trying to lure tethered Josh away, he said, "Let's go, bad Josh."
0: (laughs) Wait, okay. I just unmuted myself because the thing you said about the shampoo—that's true. Because Elizabeth Moss's hair
1: (laughs) was greasy as shit. I'm like the only water. Josh's hair was slicked back the way it was with grease
0: Mm-mm. I just like Elizabeth Moss's hair really grossed me out I was like yes. oh this is too much
1: Um, these kids are so real going to save their mom but like why are you doing that
0: <laughs>
1: um, okay the tethered must have some Russian gymnastics coaches down there
0: no because that bitch doing the cartwheel <laughs> yes. he just randomly did a cartwheel through the hallway I have a note about that as well <laughs> Um,
1: good girl Zora double tap oh and quadruple tap <laughs> uh, why are they so chill while all of this is going on when they're just hanging out next to the corpses
0: oh yeah the, it was funny though because at one point Gabe said something shitty and Addy was like oh you want to tell Josh and Kitty that they're yes. right here <laughs> and then the camera like pans over to their dead fucking bodies on the floor <laughs>
1: um when addy was like oh we'll go down the coast we'll go to mexico and the gabe is like mexico and i wrote i mean it's hands across
0: america not hands across mexico true i th- i actually was wondering if this was a worldwide thing or just yeah. america because of the Same. whole hands across america thing i think I it's, it's just america because that's
1: also red says we're americans
0: yeah and also she did say shit about the government mm-hmm.
1: yeah um Oh, when Gabe is talking about so many other references in this movie, because when Gabe's talking about Home Alone and Addy's like, we're not going to put fucking micro machines on the floor. And I said, listen, we learned the paint can thing does work. So True. True. <laughs> um, when Jason walked in on his mom killing the twin, bet that kid never talks back to his mom again. True. Uh, Zora in the car, I said, I swear to God, I would kill my daughter myself if she pulled this shit. Yeah, <laughs> the I'm driving thing. Um, Oh, when Zora goes to hit fucking fake Zora, and she's like, did I kill her after she saw her fully climb up the car? (laughs) I was like, bitch, you saw her do that. No, you did not kill her. Uh, Backroom's energy. Oh, do we know what Red whispered to Addie? when I don't they know. Started
0: fighting? I was thinking that as
2: well. I was like, what's she saying to her? Yeah, no, yeah. I think
0: that might be one of those things where it's like, it's up to you.
1: Okay. Um, why did Jason bring a rabbit home with him? Doesn't he know that his mom might try to eat it? True. <laughs> um, also, how the fuck did they get back up? Because I know their ass did not run up that down escalator. <laughs> and then I finally have nah I need to know how this shit resolved across the country
0: <laughs> true That's okay, I'll go next because I don't have too many. um is this tunnel shit true or just to be scary? I think it's just to be scary. Um, I
1: think it might be partly true.
0: I'm scared of that. Yeah. uh these parents need to get divorced. How are those two teenagers at an entire carnival and yet they choose to play rock, paper, scissors (laughs) by the bathroom? Um, Her mom said stay close and this bitch traveled 30,000 miles away. Um, That rabbit looked faded as fuck because that rabbit that they did a slow-ass zoom out on for the opening credits, it looked fried.
2: Yeah. Um, Oh my God, I made a note about him too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, they're playing Janelle, yes, because they play I Like That by Janelle Monet. Um, OMFG, this movie made me so scared of this song. That's about I got five on it. Because of the creepy ass remix. Um, these fuck ass twins are so weird and creepy. I hate them. Why is one of them wearing a beanie at the <laughs> um have they explained why he keeps that fuck ass mask on his head? Like, what is this? Uh oh damn, that dad kinda hot. Uh, yeah. i'm sorry but him saying what y'all scared of a family is hilarious i know because <laughs> they're like it's a family and he's like what y'all scared of a family <laughs> husbands always try to act like shit isn't happening and then some fuckery goes down and makes them look dumb as hell like yeah why don't you trust women they're smarter than you So, true. um ew the way they ran the fact oh, that yeah. that's her real voice she's using is fucking terrifying Um, Elameo, I'm sorry, the dad's tether just yelling gibberish is kind of sending
1: me.
0: (laughs) Uh, bitch, I saw you scurrying back there. (laughs) That's where um Zora like thinks she's safe, but if you look in the background, you see Umbre like scurry. Um, Elameo, the other move (laughs) the other family's tethers moved slow as fuck. These ones got the job done fast as hell. uh the call the police fuck the police is the best part of this movie dead ass so true. Yeah. um okay seriously what is the point of the fucking chewbacca mask <laughs> uh okay cartwheel tricks reveal. <laughs> tricks reveal um okay so why did she do that i don't know what that's talking about <laughs> <laughs> um even this guy's tether is an annoying douche talking about kitty's husband uh, oh, damn, he thought he ate with that flare gun. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he shot it and it didn't even hit him. Um, low key, if you were a serial killer, you could just put on a red outfit and go kill people and then be like, OMG, my tether did this. <laughs> um, okay, so why was she growling after she killed that twin? Parentheses, I know, but I'm pretending I don't know for the sake of the plot twist. Hasn't
1: happened exactly. Yet.
0: Um, Girl, now is really not the time to take a stand on getting them to let you drive. No. (laughs) Um, Little Chewbacca freak kind of slayed that walking backwards thing. Uh, Why does she walk like that? It's so scary. Talking about red, Because the way she walks so stiffly. yet And when she walks backwards. Yeah. No. Hated it, actually. But also it was kind. But also I hated it. Um, why are these underground tunnels so easily accessible from a fucking carnival funhouse? Maybe could invest in a padlock. Um can I please get some lore as to why the tethers exist, or is it some biblical shit? Okay, never mind. We have some light lore. <laughs> um this backwards walking shit is scary. Please stop doing it. LMAO wait, does Zora's sweatshirt just say though? <laughs> like T-H-4? I was
1: gonna ask that. Well, oh, I literally
2: no, I noticed that too, and I was
0: like, What? Like, At I, first I thought it said, thought, which though. wasn't better, yeah. Because <laughs> the 12 year old would not be allowed to wear a thought sweatshirt, no, so I think it just says, though, no. which is kind of funny. Um, and then last note is this plot twist goes crazy, always has, always will,
2: yeah, Mieta. Okay, and I said. Thinking about the scene towards the end when they're all just doing the actions underground looking goofy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I said the girls are fighting her parents. Um, I said no way in hell would I ever stray away like that as a kid and then go into a scary-ass fun house by myself. Right? I do I cried riding Snow White's ride in Disney World when I was five. <laughs> um, then I said this Coraline-ass music. Um... <laughs> it happened a lot yeah and then i said thinking about the time in college after i saw this movie in theaters with some friends and we saw four white rabbits and our asses ran the fuck away i you literally know?
0: was thinking about that when i was watching this i was like didn't they see rabbits after they saw yes this movie? and there
2: were four of us and four rabbits i was like they gonna get us
0: <laughs>
2: um and then i said oh the rabbit that's sleeping cute though and then i said i like I like that by Janelle Monae playing. I know that's right. I love you, Lupita (laughs) Nyong'o. Not bringing up dead grandma to get your way. This little boy so weird. Like, how long were you under that sink before you got to scare your sister? Telling your sister to kiss your anus as a child is crazy. (laughs) Uh, Saying you look just like how you did last year after someone just showed you their plastic surgery is sending me a bit. I know. Wait,
0: that's so true. And then uh, it, when she said that she was like, "Oh my god, I know. Thank you."
2: I know. I was like, "Girl, she kind of read you down like that was it, a compliment." And then I said, "Nope. If I saw them standing there like that, I'd have to walk into the sea." Genuinely, what does, <laughs> genuinely what does this man think this is? Like these people look exactly like your family. You need to run. <laughs> I said bitch how are these the same actors like they are so scary as tethered mm-hmm. why the little boy like a dog though um the fact that lupita is doing this voice unedited and received no awards i'm sick after that whole monologue gave still being like so are y'all gonna rob us or <laughs> oh i meant to say something about that i was like get serious like what are you talking about um nah he dragged through nah he got dragged through the broken glass
0: oh i know oh, that means yeah. cringe.
2: um <laughs> i said the white family being killed off in seconds happy black history month <laughs> i said these fuck ass flipping ass twins <laughs> um i know that's right hit them until you know they're dead for sure because she zora was going in she was going yeah. to leave it um, Her tethered, like, I want to be a pretty girl. Also, this part kind of camp as hell. Not her tethered acting as fuck. Also, <laughs> where the tethers get these
0: red jumpsuits from. No, and where'd they all get their golden scissors, too? That,
2: right.
1: too.
0: Did y'all go to the store?
1: I want to know what scissor company is keeping them in business, because I don't think it's Paper Mate. No. They got Amazon down there?
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs>
1: Maybe the government be delivering shit to them. I don't know. True, It's like, I know we fucked you over, but here's some supplies, including (laughs) special scissors. Including special gold scissors. (laughs) Like, okay. I said
2: them comparing kill counts is unserious as hell. Are these tethered part animal? Like, why can these fuckers jump and crawl like that? Mm-hmm. Why the tethered headquarters look like the back rooms?
0: <laughs> Not headquarters. <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, corporate.
1: <laughs> it is. It's tethered corporate. Corporate red wants you to A-R. find the difference. <laughs> Bitch, we need a meme. Corporate wants you to find the difference between these two pictures, and one's red and one's addy <laughs> <laughs> Um, the tethered's
2: just playing a big game of pretend down there. <laughs> <laughs> also, where the tethers be getting the exact copy of their person's clothes from?
0: No, exactly. Like, wait, tell me. Does it materialize?
2: No, that's what I'm saying. Like, do y'all wake up and then you're like, oh, <laughs> here's well, my here's clothes for the it. day.
0: <laughs>
2: um, I, Girl, the who the real villain is, like, Addie and Red both in the wrong. But if I were Red, I too would plot revenge to end the world.
0: True. <laughs> True.
2: Um, I said, imagine being that little girl and waking up in Tethered World.
1: That um, scared the shit out of me, Naka. Like that is what was so scary to me at the end. No, literally that idea. I
2: would, I would be like, no. <laughs> um, her son said, "Bitch, I heard everything. I know your ass shifty." And then <laughs> after they panned out, I said, "Okay, so what happens now
1: exactly?"
2: <laughs>
1: That's my question. Like where do we go from here (laughs) what are they doing with all the tethered like what i know it's a mass execution just say it that's true
0: yeah it has to be
1: they're like gonna get the army shoot them down yep that's what those helicopters were dude
0: well okay yay megan you want to tell us what you have planned
1: yeah so tbh i'd never heard of this movie before um and i don't know if you guys will have if you if you have i will be a bit impressed
0: okay um
1: it's a little i picked a creature feature actually Uh oh which um it's called sweetheart do either of you know it
0: um no i'm I'm looking it up
1: right now though So, it is, it was released in 2019. Kiersey Clemens, bitch! Yes. I
0: love her!
1: Yes. Um, it was produced by (gasps) Bloomhouse, And it was directed by J.D. Dillard. Um, who, he, filmography-wise, he only has, like, three movies. Um, but he directed a few episodes of Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. Oh! Um, and I don't know. I was just searching for movies that like featured black creators or black casts. Um, and his name kept coming up. and so I just like scrolled his filmog and I was just like, I like the vibe of this.
0: Yeah, so, I'm excited. I really like Kiersey Clemens, so I'm excited for this.
1: I am also excited because I love a good creature feature and I love a good like ocean scary. Like I'm a big like shark movie girl and at some point we will do Jaws on this podcast because it is a horror movie. Um but I thought no one's
0: fighting you on that. What? I know, but like (laughs) no one's fighting you. I just
1: feel the need to defend it no matter even words are hard. I feel like I've had a stroke like twelve times this week. (laughs) Even if no one is, like, attacking Jaws, I feel like I need to defend it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So next week we're going to be watching Sweetheart, Um, and I'm pretty excited for it. I think it sounds really cool. Um, For those of you that don't know, I'm just going to give you the one-sentence synopsis from uh, Wikipedia, which says... The movie tells the story of a castaway who washes up on an island and must survive there while being stalked by a humanoid sea monster. So, get ready. I'm ready. (laughs) All
0: right. Well, Mieta, thank you so much for being here with us this week.
2: It's always a pleasure.
0: We love having you. You're our first three time guest. You You will
1: be back soon.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll send you your merch soon. Don't worry. We
1: just have to get it first.
0: Yeah, make we sure. have to have enough people promise that they'll buy some for us to make some. Yeah, that's
2: true. <laughs> it's like, I've made 10 sweatshirts. You <laughs> <want> one? <laughs>
0: uh, okay, well, um, go watch Sweetheart or Don't. If you just want to hear us talk about it, that's fine too. But thank you so much for listening, Illy.